Welcome to The Voice of Trust, a weekly podcast about consumer rights, trustworthy businesses, and updates on the latest scams throughout the Mid-South. Welcome to The Voice of Trust. We are a podcast brought to you by the Better Business Bureau of the Mid-South here in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Daniel. And I'm Todd. And today we're going to be talking about a lot of things. In our consumer news, we're going to be talking about an order brought down by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau against a region's bank. We'll actually hit on some changes to your credit report. There's been a new ruling now where medical debt is not going to appear on your credit report like it used to, or at least in the same way. And also, our own George Bryant will be sitting down with Brent Simmons of Restoration Roofing. They are a full-service residential and commercial roofing contractor serving all of the Mid-South. And then also recently, Todd, the IABBB actually issued a really good research report on online scams, and it breaks all the way down. And of course, we're going to break down the information for you here on The Voice of Trust when we come back. And we're back. I got Todd here. Todd, what's going on today? I'm excited because guess what? It is October. So what does that mean? It's Halloween time. Oh, that means candy. But you know why I'm excited? Why? Because I might be getting some money back because I bank at Regions. Oh, you do? I do. Okay. And according to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, they've ordered Regions Bank to pay $191 million for illegal surprise overdraft fees. Actually, Regions Bank is a repeat offender, and they'll have to refund at least $141 million to customers and pay $50 million penalty. Recently, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau ordered Regions Bank to pay $50 million into the CFPB's Victim Relief Fund and to refund at least $141 million to customers harmed by its illegal surprise overdraft fees. From August 2018 through July 2021, Regions charged customers surprise overdraft fees on certain ATM withdrawals and debit card purchases. The bank charged overdraft fees even after telling customers They had sufficient funds at the time of the transactions. Financial regulators have long cautioned banks against charging this type of overdraft fee. The CFPB, or the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, as you know, Todd, also found that Regions leadership knew about it and could have discontinued its surprise overdraft fee practices years earlier. But guess what? They chose to wait while Regions pursued changes that would generate new fee revenue to make up for the ending of the illegal fees. Uh, This is not the first time that this has happened, and ultimately the CFPB found that from August 2018 through July 21st, regions charged consumers approximately $141 million in unlawful authorized positive fees. Specifically, regions employed complex and counterintuitive overdraft practices and manipulations such that its customers could not avoid the fees. Even region banks' own employees could not explain to customers why they incurred overdraft fees. Now, I don't remember getting an overdraft fee, but it's possible, but I know a lot of people did. And as someone who's been at the Better Business Bureau for a long time, I can tell you, I remember getting those phone calls from angry regions customers back in that time frame. So, you know, I don't always like it when the CFPB comes down on businesses, but uh, on this one, I got to agree with you. Yeah, Daniel, I'm going to be hitting you up for a loan if they give them back $141 million. <laughs> Please. But, you know, this just goes to show, right, like... I, 
I'm really glad. And, and for you, those of you that don't know, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is actually a part of the United States government, and they exist to make sure that banks and financial institutions treat you fairly. Okay. And they do a really good job. Sometimes Ooh. it takes a while, but again, this isn't the first time that Regions has had to pay out. And, and guys, $141 million for illegal overdraft fees? Yeah. Plus a $50 million fine? Ooh. That's a big deal. So, you know... It just goes to show if you're getting bad service somewhere, complain. Complain to the Better Business Bureau. Complain to the Federal Trade Commission. Complain to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. But again, if you are a customer of Regions and you've been charged overdraft fees in the last four or five years, or even if you don't know whether you have or not, we would recommend that you go up to the bank or give Regions a call and find out whether or not you were charged. You can can always contact the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau to see if you're one of those those people that may be getting a check. And if you'd like to check out banks or their reputation, you can always contact the Better Business Bureau. We would be more than happy to let you know what banks are accredited, what their rating is. And as always, you can read their complaints and reviews and make an informed decision yourself. Also in consumer financial news, medical debts and credit reports. Todd, tell us a little about the new changes to the credit reports involving medical debt. So, yeah, so pretty much medical debt and consumers' credit files can restrict their access to credit and have other negative consequences. I know because I had a bunch of medical debt. Um, But pretty much the big problem at hand is roughly about 43 million people have had medical debts totaling $88 billion. Yes, $88 billion, not million, on their credit reports in just 2021. Wow. Um, and not all debts are reported, so the number is likely much higher. 58% of all third-party debt collection trade lines are medical debts. Minority and young adults, me, I'm a minority and I'm a young adult, <laughs> are most likely to have medical debt. The South leads the nation in medical j- debt. Just over 22% of households have it. The COVID pandemic actually made it worse, Daniel. That's crazy. And let's go back to that for a second. We're in the South. We're in Memphis, Tennessee. Yes. Um, I bet I, the minorities and young adults, I get that one. That one made sense to me. Uh, I knew that it was a really big problem. So the 43 b- million people who had medical debt uh, totaling 88 billion, that didn't surprise me. I was a little surprised that the South leads the nation in medical debt. So, Todd, tell us about the changes that that the credit bureaus are making. Okay, y'all. So this is super exciting. So now the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau issued a report criticizing the inclusion of many medical debts in credit report. It says they are less predictive of a person's credit worthiness. It said the medical billing and collection system is aeroplagued and confusing, which I totally agree. And what? (laughs) And shortly after the CFPB issued its report, the credit bureaus announced many changes, including paid medical debt will no longer be included on consumer credit reports. Thank you. Hallelujah. As well as starting in the first half of 2023. Yes. In just a few months, the credit reporting companies will no longer include medical collection debt under 500 on credit reports. Like, oh my God, that's, that's what a we big need to hear. Deal. That's a big deal. Yes. And last but not least, the changes will result in approximately 70% of medical debt collections no longer being included on credit reports. That's a big deal. Kudos to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and actually kudos to the commercial credit reporting agencies, uh, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, because um, medical debts, it's crippling. And I mean, it's it's not fair a lot of times. Um, 
So this is really great news and it'll actually help a lot of people. Just real quick, things that you can do when it comes to medical debt, make sure you're checking your bills to be sure that they're accurate. Ask the provider to explain any charges that aren't clear and make sure that you get it in writing. And then ask debt collectors to verify that a debt is legitimate in writing. When you get those calls, debt collector calls, just tell them to send it to you in writing and hang up. That's the best thing you can do because, again, there's a lot of scams out there. Speaking of scams, you know, Todd, we're bouncing from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau or the CFPB. Now we're talking about the IABBB. That's the International Association of Better Business Bureaus. They actually just this month, actually just this week, released a great report called the Start with Trust Online Scams Report. Um, It's about online scams, and we're going to actually talk about it and talk about some of the findings. But first, it's time for George Bryant's interview with Brent Simmons of Restoration Roofing. Restoration Roofing is truly a better business here in the Mid-South. They're a family-owned company built on principles of honesty, respect for all, and generosity, and they clearly love what they do. Let's listen. Welcome to Trustworthy Businesses. This is where we shine a spotlight on trustworthy local businesses that support the BBB mission on being the authority on trust in the marketplace. Today, we are proud to have Brent Simmons, president of Restoration Roofing. Welcome, Brent. Hey, thanks for having me. You're so welcome. I know that basically you're the owner, you're a plus member of the Better Business Bureau. You guys started in 2000, became a member in 2016. So you've been around a little bit. Restorationroofing.com. I know I've been over to your business. Great atmosphere. Look like a team of some really wonderful people. But I know close to your side is your wife, Hannah. Yep. She's listed as a co-owner. Correct. She handles all the finances and office staff and everything. And I'm basically over sales and marketing right now. Well, let's talk a little bit about the roofing business. I know there's a lot of roofers out, Mm -hmm. as we always say, there's always a guy with shingles in the trunk, Mm -hmm. right? They can do it cheaper. Yes. And I know you guys do high quality work, but it's very affordable, very fair price, quality, craftsmanship when it comes to that. And tell me how you take that position. A lot of times you could try to be the cheaper guy around. I mean, I know it's got to be tough whenever you're trying to pick your lane. Well, roofing and construction in general is kind of a race to the bottom. Historically has like people try to get new clients and customers through just price only. They're not adding any value to anything. We tell our customers right up front, we charge what we need to charge to do it right the first time and to protect our customers. Like, our insurance, for example, workers' comp insurance, we're almost as expensive as doctors, like the third most expensive category there is. And that's one of the ways a lot of our competitors, even here locally, cut corners. They just don't have insurance. They just don't have it. Yeah. Man. So, I mean, we're upfront and transparent with all of our customers. Hey, we're not going to be the cheapest, but should the worst case happen, we spend over $100,000 a year just to make sure you're protected. And a lot of people don't understand that. It's also into the materials that we use. You know, we don't do piecemeal roof systems. We do full warranted systems. We try to do everything to the highest degree. And I think that's what set us apart and made us successful in that. That kind of integrity is how you align real well with the Better Business Bureau Mm -hmm. ethics and, you know, and being a trusty person to go to as a trustworthy business. 
What is your policy basically on ethics and doing what you say you're going to do for the customer? I mean, we even train on in our like to our sales guys and gals. We have that now. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we tell them what is the best thing for the customer. If this was, it's kind of an old phrase, but if this was your mom's house and money wasn't an object, mm-hmm. I'll get to that in a minute. What do they need so that they're not having to shell out more money in the future because they have foundation damage or interior damage and stuff like that? And that's how we approach everything. We're not the cheapest around, obviously. We also have ways that we can help people with financing or different discounts and stuff like that. But we always tell people, you know, this is your mom's house. What does mom need? (laughs) So that's kind of how we approach it. And I mean, it works really well. But because of that, when we do a repair, for example, roofing repair is a very strange space because on one end of the spectrum, you have what we call chucks in a truck, the uninsured contractor that goes out to Home Depot and buys some tar. Mm -hmm. They'll charge you $100 for a repair that's going to last you six months or maybe a year, right? Right. They just slap it on there and you're good Mm -hmm. to go. Uh, We go towards maximum repairs that we can actually put warranties on. So we may not be doing your whole roof, but if you have a chimney leak and there's other issues on that slope, we're going to price you to do the whole slope, but then we're going to slap a warranty on it so you don't have to worry about it anymore. If you you go with the original chuck in a truck guy, you're inevitably going to be paying for a repair again. And we see that happen a lot too. We will get underbid pretty often, but a lot of the times we'll get called back by those same people a year or so later, and we're back to square one, you know, I guess they just kind of had to see the light, so to speak. Right. Well, I think that, again, you guys represent trust and ethics, and that's why you're in a business with the Better Business Bureau. You've got great reviews, and I just want to read as an example one just this year. Restoration Roofing recently installed two solar-powered opening skylights for us. Man, that's a complicated yeah. process. The end result is awesome. They did a very professional job, and everyone involved was very friendly and easy to work with. I highly recommend them. Mm-hmm. They have done a lot of work for us. An attic fan, three opening skylights, and a large fixed skylight when they replaced our roof. Cannot praise them enough. You know, you can't pay for those kind of reviews. No. It's good work, and like you say, your team is on site. They're friendly, responsive to the client. You know, those are the kind of things that I know that pushes you to be so successful. Mm -hmm. And you've got to know if you're a consumer, you're going to pay a little bit more for that. Like you say, you're insured, you're everything. So you're doing it right. Correct. And I think that's what you want Mm -hmm. in the marketplace. Talk to us a little bit about um, new things on the market. I was reading something about these reflectance in shingles. There are shingles that I guess you would consider them energy star. There's different types of ratings out there. They have lighter pigments, so lighter granules, which Uh will naturally be more reflective. I mean, if you put a white roof next to a black roof, that black roof's going to be hotter in the sunlight and everything. The only problem is, though, a lot of the manufacturers that have those shingles quit producing them because of the shortages that happened with COVID. Oh. So a lot of those are kind of off the table right now. In the Mid-South, we never really installed too many of those. Because yeah. if you compare what our utility rates are here compared to other parts of the country, we're still relatively cheap. So that's something as we move further where it becomes a bigger problem. Correct. 
we'll probably see in the market. Yes, yes. And then you have really on commercial buildings, there's new technology that's come out with roof coatings. Mm -hmm. Instead of doing, you know, full roof tear-offs that are very expensive, there's polyurethane and silicone coatings that we can put on existing roofs on top. Now, these are flat roofs, membrane. And those have a lot of reflective values to them because you're going back, you know, if it's a black membrane, we put a white silicone on top of it. Mm -hmm. Completely changes, you know, how much light is reflecting off of it, the UV rays and all that. So those are really cool. We've, I guess in the last two years, gotten into those pretty heavily. And then you you also mentioned skylights. Right. I'm going to bring that up. Yeah. That's one of my passions. So I have another business listing in the BBB, uh-huh. which is Mid-South Skylights, right. another accredited business. And we're the only company in the Mid-South that specializes in V-Lux skylights. So that's why we do have a lot of yeah. reviews. Sometimes people go to restoration roofing and leave right. a review for Mid-South, but come over. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, there's really cool things you can do with skylights, like adding features where they vent. Like if you have a bathroom, a lot of homes built in the 90s, especially in Germantown, Kyerville, they'll have a little skylight in the bathroom. Well, I can install a skylight that has a solar powered venting feature that even has humidity sensors. So if you're taking a shower and the humidity gets above a certain percentage, Mm -hmm. it will open up and allow that humidity to escape out of your bathroom. That's really cool. Yeah. And on the flip side, if it starts raining, they'll automatically close. So... There's so much cool stuff out there with skylights. See, that's that's yeah. cool. I love skylights. They're really good. Skylights are a great way to fix a dark room. Oh, absolutely. You know, so I think they're tricky to install. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably easier if you're doing a new build and you build it in, but to come in behind, I bet that's the challenge. It can be costly because you're having to modify the framing so that right. it, because we're cutting rafters when mm-hmm. we do that. You know, a lot of times when we turn to roofers, when roofing business gets big, is, <laughs> I mean, really big. I know you guys have been busy as it is, but storms come through the Mid-South, mess up roofs. What about the insurance spin on that? How do you deal with helping a customer work with their insurance company if there is truly storm damage? Well, I started restoration roofing with a primary focus on retail. So that's how I got started. But my background is in insurance restoration before I primarily did roofing. So Mm -hmm. we slowly evolved back into the insurance system. And the way it works, if you think you have storm damage, You need to have someone who can do a good inspection and actually document the damage. That's the first thing. That step right there is where you get some shady individuals that will go up there and do damage to your roof. That's very common in this Uh area. You know, you need to be careful with who you have on your roof. But then after we do an inspection, we show our customer the damage and we advise them on whether or not they have storm damage. We have to be careful. I can't start talking about insurance policies and stuff like that because I'm not a public adjuster. Mm -hmm. It's a conflict of interest. But we can advise people. If they have storm damage, we'll say, you do have legitimate storm damage. What would you like to do? And from that point on, we'll meet with their adjuster to show them the damage that we documented, and we'll do everything we can to get claims approved. So we're mostly a retail company, but we're extremely proficient in insurance claims as well. So maybe the first call would be to call you if they think they have damage. Absolutely. Inspect it, you document it, and then they contact their insurance company. Yeah, because back to the whole integrity thing too, we're also the company that if we go up there and we don't think you have damage, we're not going to tell you to file a claim. 
there's a lot of that that goes on too, where if there was a storm and there's a hundred homes in a neighborhood that I get to file a claim, well, just based on the law of averages, some of them are going to get approved. We don't do that. There has to be legit storm damage on the roof. Yeah. So that's kind of our approach. And because of that, there's a lot of people we advise not to file a claim. Just don't do it. (laughs) It could hurt you. We're talking with Brent Simmons. He is the president of Restoration Roofing, and they are an A-plus BBB accredited member and have been since 2016. I want to get a tip from you now. What about picking out shingle colors? How do you go about that? We have a YouTube video that we did on that. We'll bring the shingles to you. You don't have to go anywhere. We have three options. Number one, we have a showroom in Collierville that you can actually come and see the shingles up on a small house. It's a large scale sample. The second option is we can actually bring sample boards out to your house and or shingles and temporarily put them on your roof so you can actually see what it looks like. And the third option is we actually have a spreadsheet where we have every roof with every color we've ever done. And we can sort it by your zip code. So you can just go and drive around. A lot of people really enjoy doing that. Yeah. We get a lot of husband and wives that they spend that, a little Saturday good. and they drive around. and. That's good. I know we talked about skylights is one of the things that you do. And you do, of course, you know, do roofing. But gutters is another thing that I saw on your website. Tell um, us about that. Well, so we do three things as a company, roofing, gutters, and skylights. We okay. used to do a lot more. We had a very broad range of things that we did, and we decided to specialize in the three things that we're the best at. That's smart. So we offer all sorts of different gutter options, 5-inch, 6-inch, half-round, copper gutters, whatever you would want. And then we also offer gutter protection. You can buy them with a new gutter package, or if your gutters are already in good shape and you want to add like a premium gutter guard to it, we can do that as well. We can just add them to there and do a little bit of maintenance on your existing gutters. I love gutters. It's extremely competitive. There's a lot of very low-priced gutter companies out there. Exactly. It's a science. It is. You've got to know what you're doing. I mean, not just anybody can hang gutters properly. Right. Right. And what about guards? Are you pro guards? I'm definitely pro guards, but it has to be the right guard. The right one. Yeah. We sell what's called raindrop gutter guards. Mm -hmm. They have a 20-year warranty, and they compete with a lot of the really big names you see on TV, but they're about half the price of those. We love that gutter guard. I'm slowly putting it on my house right now, so... Yeah, I'm under a lot of trees. It is a pain, but uh, leaves are great, but boy, absolutely pile up in the gutters. So in closing, I want to ask you, are you hiring? Yeah, I have one position open right now. It's for production assistant. Mm -hmm. So it's someone who's in the field every day helping to ensure that the jobs go smoothly and stuff like that. It's hourly position. In about six weeks, I will have an opening for a new sales rep. So awesome. um, So should they call the office at 901-854-3402? Absolutely. Okay. That's 901-854-3402. Number to call restorationroofing.com. In closing, you've been a successful businessman. I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners who tune in to our podcast. Give us some tips, inspiration. What would you say to a young youth? Well, this is something I talk about quite a bit because I fell victim to this myself. Social media can be a great tool, but there's a big problem. It's given a lot of people a voice who might not, like, shouldn't have a voice. And what I mean, I'm not talking about First Amendment stuff, but I'm talking about 
in the past, if you were great at sales, like Zig Ziglar or these people, you had to earn the right to have a platform to talk. Mm-hmm. Well, now with social media, anybody can hire a great producer and videographer and go out there and make compelling videos to make you an entrepreneur who doesn't know any better to buy their system. I see happening all the time. I try to mentor some younger guys starting out. And I just tell people, number one, if you're looking to follow someone, buy a system or have a mentor, make sure that they worked in the field that you work in. The second thing is make sure that they achieved the level of success that you want to achieve. That's huge. Because I mean, seriously, I've seen people who've had roofing businesses that failed and then they decide, well, hey, I can just go sell, you know, a sales system that's not really tried and tested and they make a lot of money doing that. So that's the biggest thing. You just got to watch out. I recently just deleted all the social media apps off my phone because it can also make you very depressed hearing all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I call them fake gurus. Right, right. Tons of them out there. Yeah. So just watch out for those. That's good. Follow those two steps and you should be all right. Good advice. Brent Simmons, he is the president owner of Restoration Roofing, great company, A-plus, local Mid-South roofing, skylights, gutters. There are people that you can really trust. Thank you very much, Brent, for coming in today. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Man, thanks to George Bryant for that interview with Brent Simmons of Restoration Roofing. Um, I really like that advice for young entrepreneurs just starting out. Um, What he said about having a mentor and making sure that they work in the field that you want to be in, uh, man, that's just great advice. For this report and for our purposes, online scams are defined as scams that started either via an online means of contact like website, social media, email, internet messaging, or online classifieds or that ended up online after starting offline, like a phone call or in-person postal mail, right? And it breaks it down into two, the two main online scams, impersonation scams, where a scammer pretends to be a well-known organization or a person to steal sensitive data or money, and online purchase scams. We're defining that as an online shopping scam typically involves the purchase of products and or services where the transaction occurs via a website or other online means. Quickly, just to break down some of what the study found, and again, this was a really, really big study. We actually, Todd, we were involved in this study. Several BBBs were, but our Information was featured heavily because here in Memphis, we actually were scam central. We do a lot of scams. We have a lot of scams reported. We are really active in how we combat scams. So uh, we were included heavily in this report. But just some research highlights about all scams perpetrated online. So far in 2022, scams perpetrated online are more prevalent overall than other delivery methods with a higher percentage of people losing money when targeted. Online scams reported to BBB Scam Tracker rose 87% between 2016 and 2022. Wow, that's a huge number, Todd. Yeah, it is. And almost 83% of those targeted online reported paying via credit card, online payment system, or bank account debit. 25% of survey respondents reported being targeted by a scam while browsing social media. And scams of all types perpetrated via text message continue to be risky with an $800 median loss so far in 22. Now, these are all national averages, but I can tell you, Todd, and you can confirm this as someone who deals with scams all day long, 
we are about at the national average. And this is tracking what we see in Memphis, maybe a few points here or there. But so far, I mean, I'm agreeing with everything I'm hearing that the research paper found. What, oh, what do yeah. you think? Definitely. Wholeheartedly agree. It's, yeah. So break it down. On. Tell us some about the impersonation scams and some of the findings. Yes. So according to our survey research, claiming to be from legitimate organization was by far the most reported tactic used by scammers. And we're talking like Amazon, employers, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, different big companies, even FedEx, uh, Norton Virus. Better Business Bureau is actually one of the top 10 impersonated organizations again in 2022. So, you know, you got to, even if you get an email from me or Todd, you got to verify. Okay. (laughs) Um, So people who lost money to a scammer were almost twice as likely as those who did not say the scammer used impersonation as a tactic. Of those who said they were targeted by an impersonation scam, about 50% said the scammer claimed to be from a trustworthy business. I actually just got off the phone with someone who said the same thing. I thought it was a trustworthy business and an accredited business. I'm like, it is, but it's somebody impersonating to be that business. <laughs> yeah. Um. So 57% of survey respondents reported that they did not suspect the scammer was impersonating a person or an organization, while the 43% said they did suspect the impersonation scam. Always, always do your due diligence. Research those phone numbers. Research those emails and see if they are associated with that legitimate company. And then last but not least for the impersonation scam, when targeted by an impersonation scam, 68% of survey respondents said that they did not ask the person to provide verification. This statistic really stuck out to me. I would have thought this would have been a lot lower. Really? Um, Well, 68%, I mean, that's more than... The majority of people didn't ask for verification or didn't try to verify. You're going to hear us talk about Mm -hmm. Todd's tips here in a few minutes, obviously, when you always hear us talk about it, but you just got to verify, verify, verify. I mean, that's the number one thing you can do is just don't trust... You can't really trust anything these yes. days, but you just got it. You got to always verify your stuff. personal information is worth more than gold in this century and this day and age. So please verify when you're right. sharing your personal information, guys. Yeah. Tell us about the on, what, what some of the findings when it came to online purchase scams. Okay, another big one because, of course, we love to online shop, you guys, and it's at the click of a button, especially when you're just scrolling on social media. But anywho, about 70% of respondents said that they continue the online engagement because they hope to gain something, sell something, or were curious to learn more. While 30% said that they continue the engagement because they feared they lose something, were threatened, or there was an urgent situation they needed to address. 31% say that they lost confidence, emotional well-being after being targeted by an online scam. I was surprised that that number was so low. We can take that number right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I talk to seniors all the time who have been scammed, and you know, Online purchase scams, yeah, they feel violated with that. But, you know, when when I talk to to people about scams in general, especially seniors, it's the telephone scams, it's the impersonation scams that really get seniors because just always having the barrage of calls from someone claiming to be from the government like the IRS or the Social Security Administration, Mm -hmm. even though these seniors know that it's a scam, they get 30, 40 of these calls a day. I mean, it just drives them crazy. They can't sleep at night, right? So the emotional toll... That not only falling for a scam can do, but just constantly being targeted by scams, right? Knowing you're not going to fall for it. It is. It's Mm -hmm. harassment. It's illegal and it should stop. But Mm -hmm. I 
I really did think that that number would be a little higher. But regardless, we always are talking about how to protect yourself from scams. Todd, we'll go over these together. But what are some what are some just quick and dirty ways that you can protect yourself from online scams? Yes, if the deal looks too good to be true, it probably is. And always remember, no one in this world is going to make you pay the taxes up front, period, point blank. Come on now, guys. Yeah, that's true. And be careful purchasing sought-after products. Scammers offer hard-to-find items at highly sought-after products at great prices. What about the next one? And before you buy, do your research with a trustworthy source. I don't care if you call us up. Call us at the Better Business Bureau. Say, I'm not too sure about this. Can you confirm it for me? And we will go ahead and do that for you. Yeah, I mean, we we are staffed up. We have the best people that are ready to handle any calls that you have. Part of what we do as a service to you is we look at things and we tell you what we think. Now, are we always right? I'd say we're right most of the time. I would say 98% of the time, (laughs) but it's a genuine effort to help you out, right? It comes from a genuine place. So we want to be that trustworthy source. So give us a call and avoid making quick purchases on social media. 25% in this study reported being targeted by a scam while browsing social media. That's really important to point out. A lot of times, scammers, anybody can pay Facebook, right, to put an ad up. So what happens is you see a product, you click on a link. Well, you're on your phone because who really is on Facebook on the computer anymore, mm-hmm. right? Well, when you click on your that link from your phone, it's going to take you to a URL. And because you're on your phone, you can't see the full URL. You have really no idea whether you're on a real website mm-hmm. or an imposter site or whatever. So right. just be really careful clicking on links on social media and make sure that Regardless of how you clicked on a link, you're using secure and traceable transactions. You should always avoid paying by wire transfer or non-traditional payment methods like Cash App or something like that. And number one rule, we say this every single week, gift cards are for gifts, not payments. If someone wants you to pay via gift card, that's going to be a scam. Todd, what's next? Yes, and I agree to that because be weary of things that you may see that's being shared and you might see Felicia got a a wig that's been shared about 20,000 times. You say, oh, that's a bad bone straight wig. I want it. And then Felicia wants you to cash app her the wig payment. And then next thing you know, two weeks later, you ain't got no wig. Yes. Not today, Felicia. Not today. That wig doesn't look that good. You need a, a trustworthy source. Yeah. So back to it. So don't call believe Todd for everything all your wig that you needs. see. Yes. Be careful. Don't believe everything you see. Like I just said, you might see everything go viral. You might be strolling. Like my mom all the time, she'd be like, oh, I seen uh, something on Facebook. And I just wanted to click on it and buy it really quickly. And then she clicks on it and buy it and nothing comes. And she's like, oh, I've been scammed. So the moral of that story <laughs> is don't buy a wig without talking to Todd here at the BBB. Exactly. trustworthy source. Okay, call me up and I'll tell you whether Felicia is a scam with her wigs. <laughs> Uh, and be skeptical of, about anyone who reaches out to you unsolicited. Um, yes. uh, and that's very common. Sometimes it's even your Facebook friends, Rebecca from high school 10 years ago. Hey, uh, let me tell you about this new cryptocurrency. If you invest uh, $250, I can get you 4,000. And you're right. like, and, and while we're on, that. and while we're on the subject of, uh, be skeptical about anyone who reaches out to you unsolicited, please, 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 please don't get financial advice from Instagram. Um, yes. While we're on the topic, I love the Kardashians, I guess, as much as anybody. 
not really, but uh, Kim Kardashian is going to end up having to pay more than a million dollars because she got busted for hawking a specific cryptocurrency company. That's true. So just keep in mind, guys, just because celebrities, they're paid. Right, because okay. they're they're paid endorsers. Mm-hmm. So just because they say something on their Instagram doesn't make it true. And even they can the, the government want to come after Kim Kardashian for a million dollars if she hadn't done something wrong. Just keep in mind, you should be getting financial advice from financial advisors and authorized people that know what they're doing. Be really careful getting any type of advice on Instagram because again, you can get really sideways with a lot of scams on Instagram and Facebook. So be careful. Todd, what's the rest of this week looking like? What are we going up here at the BBB? Oh, we getting prepared, y'all. We getting prepared. We are having an active shooter training next week. That's right. Um, so that is very informative and needed for the community, and we're doing it for our accredited businesses only. Um, if you are, are an accredited business out there that is listening, we will be having another one in a short few months. So if you are interested, you can just contact us or just be looking at your emails because we will be sending that out. And if you're not an accredited business and you're interested in being accredited, we would always encourage you to give us a call here at the Better Business Bureau of the Mid-South. That's 901-759-1300. Or you can go to our website at any time, bbb.org. If you're a business you are interested in accreditation, you can fill out an application there. If you are a consumer and you're looking for an accredited business, you can do so. If you are someone that needs to file a complaint, you can also do so at bbb.org. You can leave a review, positive or negative, on a business. And if you need to look up or report a scam, you can also do so at bbb.org slash scam tracker. We really appreciate you listening. If you've got a question, concern, or comment, we would encourage you to email the show at podcast at bbbmidsouth.org. Again, that's podcast at bbbmidsouth.org. You can find this show on anywhere that you get your podcast. We are all on all the platforms. And if for some reason you're using a platform that we're not on, we would like you to let us know again at podcast at bbbmidsouth.org. Thank you to Brett Simmons from Restoration Roofing for taking the time to share his story and giving us some great advice. We will see you next time on The Voice of Trust. Thanks for listening and we out. Peace. You've been listening to The Voice of Trust, a podcast produced by the Better Business Bureau of the Mid-South and recorded at the BBB Mid-South Podcast Studio in Memphis, Tennessee. Check us out at bbb.org.